What is up, people? It is Dave and Duncan back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. On this review, Duncan and I are have been checking out the new album from Georgia-based mathcore group, The Callous Dowboys. The band's new album, Celebrity Therapist, is out on September 2nd via MNRK Heavy and Modern Static Records. So, uh, Callous Dowboys, um, lyrically contemplation and self-awareness run throughout celebrity therapist the whole album is about history repeating itself and how we kind of move in circles state singer carson pace it's two steps forward and three steps back with a bunch of people in my life the album is me reflecting on those people but realizing i'm guilty of the same at the end of the record there are a lot of fuck you songs because every heavy band likes writing those but overall the lyrics are more introspective and quite loving the album was produced by Corey Bautista and Carson Pace with additional production by Dom Maduri and Ian Riley and Ryan Love and then mixed by Corey Bautista and mastered by Chris Crummett. So, um, we we checked out uh, a brief article regarding time loops on a reaction video. Great name for a song. It is. Um, and I'd, I'd heard the band... Um, previous to that uh, but yeah. i think i don't think you and kyle had you had heard no, them that no this was this like after i got over the ridiculous amounts of laughing about the spoonerism in the name yeah fucking in itself genius yeah um, we sat down to watch this and i knew absolutely i was expecting a full-on piss take parody band <laughs> song hit and by the end of it i was like oh just inject this in my veins please <laughs> what did i do what, what, whose dick do I need to suck to get this? Uh, <laughs> comes out no one's because all I had to do was wait for the promo to come through. Um, so that's how eager I was, though. I, I'm nice. just saying I would have if it would have got me quicker. <laughs> nice. Um, so um, seven members in this band, Callous Now Boys, um, their, their last album, um, which I, I believe, which I'd... I believe the metric measurement for that is not quite a slipknot. Uh, <laughs> not quite. Uh, uh, slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> and their last album, um, Die on Mars. Um, if you if you've not heard it, it is just it is just chaos on fire. That album, it oh, is man. just. You know, it's a kind of chaotic hardcore. You've got the kind of disjointed mathcore tendencies. Um, very reminiscent, and it's not the first time we'll mention this band, very reminiscent of the Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh, hard to get away from that. Them. I didn't have um, them in my notes, Dave. I enjoyed that album. That, that album. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a perfect album or anything like that. It was, a, you know, it was quite, um, maybe a little bit messy in places um, and maybe lacked a little bit of, of a hook to kind of balance out some of the the chaos, um, but um, have they righted any of those wrongs on celebrity therapists? I um, love the fact that you're setting up the question for yourself. I'm not well, listening to the previous album, so I can't answer. That. I, can, I can only tell you what my listen of the band, okay, first time entity on the only album I've listened to was. Well, I'm glad I asked the question because. <laughs> Want to answer said question? Um, th- this is, you know, musically is 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 just as batshit crazy. Like they're still pulling influences from bands like Dillinger, um, even like old Genghis Tron, um, the, the Chariot. Um, it's it's got that very ETID. 
Yeah, I'm coming to them. Coming to them. Um, like he mother, like <laughs> it ain't nothing but a fucking thing. Yeah, 100%. and it's not. It's not like new. No, 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 no. no. We're going. Old. We're going back in yeah. time. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's very. It's got that kind of like flea, th- uh, free, th- free flowing. Kind <laughs> of <laughs> free flowing kind of kind of bedlam to it. Yeah. Um. But what the the main kind of thing from this album is. This band have leveled up. They have just gotten so much better since that last album. The switches between um, the kind of the math core, like that kind of the off kilter rhythms, mm. into those like kind of savage bursts of like hardcore, and then something cleaner and you know almost like sometimes kind of jazz inspired. Those transitions are just so almost kind of seamless on this album, yeah. whereas they yeah, felt yeah. a little bit kind of more disjointed on the last one. Um, I can hear a clear kind of improvement in the, the songwriting department on this release, but I think what they've what they've done um, on this album, which is is even more important, is they've managed to kind of balance out the chaos with more of a hook. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've given you an album that that sticks rather than an album that becomes kind of lost in that kind of like a frenzy of ideas. Um, which is something that, that Die on Mars um, was was a little bit like you know it was just just a bit too off the wall there was nothing that kind of you know that stuck with you afterwards um just that kind of hooky moment that that pulls you in and and makes you want to kind of go back for more Um, and it's done in different ways on this album but mainly through um the kind of various vocal styles and ideas on this release um the main vocalist carson pace just starting with him he is is an kind of incredible ability to create all these different sides to his voice yeah um that gives each track something different he can do the, the kind of the psychotic. He can do the that like scorched earth kind of vocal, but he can also jump to something like Fallout Boy style alternative. I I had like there was a couple of moments in this where I genuinely and I hope they do not take offence to this felt like see if someone had told me this particular section context not known yeah was from the new Panic at the Disco yeah, I would yeah, believe 100%. it. Like if I like any heartbeat, I would yep. believe it because it is that, it is that level, mm. it's that range, and it's that fucking good. Hundred percent, yep. Um, you get a lot of that on like tracks like Star Baby on this. Um, then you've also got the addition of um, Whitney Jordan. She's delivering another vocal layer on top of all that, yep. um, and I think that extra voice in there just makes so much, so much of a difference. Like it just opens the tracks right up. Harmonies are incredible yeah. she's Absolute got a stunning incredible. tone um but when they pair up the kind of dual vocals on the the, the title track mm-hmm. um that is just an absolute home run um a bit more and uh, the, the placement of that track is very good as well it's, it's it's in the middle of the album it's quite restrained so it's it's a very good kind of middle it's, of the album kind of it's also a down. surprisingly smart track as well and yeah. that it deliberately breaks in the middle yeah and then gives you a movement to the following song which actually feels like part of the existing song and yeah. the next song yeah, which yeah. is just like i had to look at it as well i was like i need to like like first listen you don't read the tracks or anything you just let it play and all the rest yeah. and i was like right i'm gonna go back to that track that you know it's just like starts off with the melody and all the rest mm. could not fucking find it mm. i'm like so where the fuck is this so uh, back through in the listens and i'm like oh there it's here look down fucking dead center and title track yeah. which also is called title track yeah which made me smile yeah. i was like these cheeky motherfuckers um but it's right in the middle of it yeah 
I, it's just like that sort of stuff that just that level of songwriting and yep. like composition on an album is just is not even just like a band level enough it's just like they're very spatially aware of absolutely everything they're doing on the album yep. which to me are like is, we're not worthy we're not worthy yeah definitely um, and I, I think what, what's clever is when they, they kind of bookend those um, kind of melodic parts with something more chaotic yep. it kind of stands out even more um uh, field sobriety practice has that kind of like back and forth between it's got this kind of like breakneck intensity and it's the but well, it's got the kind of soaring melody which is you know, a little bit kind of roll tomasi at times yes um or the the clean section near the start of um what is delicious who swarms um and the, what's cool is they only do it once uh, right at the start of the song but it's yeah. so catchy and it sticks in your head even though they don't come back to it um and then on top of that you've got the, the synths which are scattered all throughout the album yeah, yeah. Um, and these like they're, they're creating this nice balance and, and space when it's needed but also adding in a bit of texture and you know, something more kind of glitchy in the mix yeah. as well ominous as well in yeah. parts there's like tone, this level yeah. of like an ominous sure. tone and it's there and gone yeah it doesn't it's not like it's not like the the deathcore bands that have it all the way through no. this song no they just kind of throw it in and take it back out but that's also the same with um Amber Christman, which uh, she's doing the, the electric violin again, like yeah. it just comes in, you know, and it just kind of creates a, almost like, a, like an uneasy feeling at times. Um, you heard it on um, a brief article regarding time loops. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, but it's just, it's so cool when they just bring that little bit in and then take it back out. I think that's really clever. Um, I think, you know, I think that's the balance is what they've really nailed on Celebrity Therapist. They, they've not they've not overstuffed it you know even though i'm telling yeah. you there's so many things going on here it doesn't become overbearing which no. an album of this style uh, with so many members could easily become um and it never it never sounds pretentious either like you know it's not like they're trying to just show like oh let's show how, how technical we really are for the sake of it it all feels really well placed and they, they know exactly when to kind of take the foot off the gas let the album breathe a little bit or push it towards something ridiculously heavy where they kind of like they just strip out all that like all the kind of technical stuff all the fretboard kind of wizardry and they just simplify things and this is where the every day every time i die thing came in for me it's those moments where they strip it back and they just drop in this big kind of monster riff with lots of cool little stops and breaks in it and i was just like that's like old school etid that's like hot 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 damn damn. yeah Yeah, it's hot damn as fuck percent yeah yeah Really cool. It's, it's HDAF. Hot <laughs> damn as fuck. HDAF. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what we're, that. that we're referring to that. Whenever we hear anything that sounds every time I die from now on, it's HDAF. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love that era of every time I die. Yeah. Like that hot damn album is one of my favorite releases of theirs. Um, so it's really cool to hear that type of stuff thrown in here as well. Um, I also I love the fact that as as technically impressive as this is. It's got a really quirky side to it, mm-hmm. you know. Like as, as Carson said, that they're covering some serious topics on the album, but there's also like a like a dark humour comes through on this album as well, which I really enjoyed because you're almost getting like a bit of their personality coming through in the music as well, which was really impressive. Um, I I I love this. Like I think this yeah. is an awesome release um, musically, vocally, production is is absolutely spot on as well. I think it's really well done across the board. Uh, really enjoyed it. I think, it's a, as I said, a clear step up from the last album. So, yeah, well done. Really enjoyed this one. Uh, what about yourself for a first time, or what did you think? So this is, like, beyond what I wanted. We spoke about this briefly yesterday, that, like, 
after a brief article regarding time loops, I was in. Like they had me. Yeah. That that single had me in completely. And when you listen to the album, that's when you only realise that's just one tiny facet of what the band actually deliver. Mm. And that's the exciting part of it because the album never really let rests on any laurel at all mm-hmm. at any point. What you like, rightly put on paper should feel too disjointed and you know not not go out this way to garner re-listen. Mm-hmm. But this is the other way around, and yeah. I think it's because of the utilization of the different techniques they have that that's that's their weapon. Like you imagine being an AR guy, right? And hearing this album for the first time, you hear those sickly sweet, mm. pristine, marketable, I could sell millions of this, this <laughs> section here. And then you're hit with like sporadic jazz right after, and you're like, what, what do you mean that's the only time I'm getting this? Yeah. Um, I, I love it. I think what it shows is they are musically very, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Like, not only because they can mix those styles in, but also that they themselves know that they could very easily... That we talk about all the time that the, the accusation that's flung at a lot of metal bands, the more mm. extreme you get is, was well, all noise. It's not real music. Yeah. I'd love to see them write a, you know, a song that endures the test of time. They couldn't <laughs> fucking do it. Well, yeah, they can. They just... That's not where their interest lies. It's yeah. the, like, try it the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless how much the internet is trying to tell me that Ed Sheeran's going to write a song with Cradle of Filth... <laughs> Prove it! <laughs> Make that man write a, bl- a blast riff and then I might fucking believe it. Um, and on this, I hear elements of... I hear elements of jazz, I hear elements of math rock, I hear elements of just chaotic hardcore, mm. punk pop, um, conventional rock, mm-hmm. um, full-on, like, avant-garde, like, like, kind of, I mentioned it before, that Panic at the Disco full-spectacle style of delivery, mm. and none of it feels half-egged, like yeah. a like he, like he quick way to use it, utilise a gimmick. All of them are, like, expertly executed and mm. also perfectly placed. And that just, to me, blows my mind. I know you've been walking this earth this year uh saying this is the year of hardcore and i know you really want to push that but <laughs> i'm now thinking this is the year of the wave of dillinger escape plan inspired bands mm. i'm hearing a lot of it this year and i'm hearing a lot of it that sims fucking of the same level mm. if not dare i say it slightly better mm. like that it's it's like everyone that's wanting to do there was a while there and you mentioned it earlier on it's difficult they are the not the first band to do kind of math metal but they are always they were the first band to become big doing it right? yeah so as a result every band is going to be compared to them true and the fact he started mashing in those elements and more kind of poppy like greg pucciato doing those those kind of melodies and all the rest expands that sound out so if any band does that once again it's more dillinger Hmm. but what dillinger didn't have that these guys have is that like full-on mr bungle-esque yeah like just we will we can do this you know Hmm. we can we can oh you want jazz fusion here's jazz fusion you want a bit of pop here's some pop um and guess what it goes together because that's how music works Hmm. um and these guys have it on tap the use of instrumentation is mind-blown. Like, absolutely mind-blown. Like, every, every instrument here is utilised 
fucking perfectly. You mentioned the synths earlier on. Weird to have a synth player that's using it for like melody, for sound effects, mm. for ominous, but all making it sound once again like it should be there and all coming from the same instrument. It, like mm. it's like the, how many bands have a, a keyboard player that just pushes one fucking note because that's the doom note. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's the attention to the craft there. The violin stuff is once again is utilised very smartly. Sometimes it's for effect. Sometimes it's to amplify what's going on. The guitar work is fucking mind-blowing. The bass work is fucking mind-blowing. The drums are fucking great. And then you come to the vocals. Melodic hooks that will be in your head after you listen to this. Like, mm. in, like, earworms. Like, the end of Star Baby. I, like, every time that album finishes, I'm singing it for 20 minutes. On loop. The household can't fucking stand me at the moment. Um... <laughs> But you get those elements there. The the harmonising um, of the vocals is just, ah, oh, it's lush and it works and it's cool. And then you get those ferocity moments of just pure chaotic pent-up aggression. And then the Every Time I Die stuff. It doesn't have the southern feel of Every Time I Die at all, but no. it has, essentially, it's like a distilled version of it. Hmm. It's like, what would happen if Every Time I Die didn't have the, you know, hmm. all those bits, but still had the same kind of yeah. kind of hardcore intensity. And it's in there, and very much like you said, it's these lovely little palate cleansers yeah. in between movements that aren't utilised too long, that are the perfect fucking length. And then take you to the next, the next song. The just the, the it's, it's such a good album. It's mm. such a good album. I I've been touting this year, and it made my top ten of the year thus far. Um, like comedian is a fucking great album, and he utilizes a lot of things. I would love to see these guys one tour with them because I think that'd just be fucking amazing. Mm. I think where comedian um like was it indulged a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And some stuff, like specifically the back end of the album, really focuses on the melody, where the front end's a bit more punchy. Yeah. This album seems to have been like, well, no, you can do that in the whole album. Yeah. And that's maybe where this one levels up above that, mm. uh, because the balance of everything is just pristine. Um, yeah, this is this is it's really fucking good. Like really, 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 really good. Yeah. I yeah, uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it, and. Um, yeah, I, I may as well say it. This will, barring like an act of God, this will be in my top ten this year. And, like that's how much I've. I listen on repeat. Nice. Um, and I have to listen to it today. I probably shouldn't have listened to it today because I was listening to something a bit more dense and, and full on. Um, but I, I, I was still playing this today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think this is fucking great. Nice, nice. Uh, okay, so um, scores for the new album from the Callous Dow Boys. Um, this is a definite jump up. Um, I think... <laughs> You're doing some sort of countdown. <laughs> oh, really? Come on, swing in with it. You really? Don't I, be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. I wasn't going five on this. Oh, you're going to regret this so much, no. man. You're going to be at the end of the year with your dick in your hand. Um, no, I think it's, it's I think it's a 4.5. That's the score I had for this album. Um, I think uh, their last album was probably sitting about a 3-ish, maybe 3.5, possibly a push, but I think this has jumped up another level, to be honest. I think they've got more in them, to be honest. I think, I think- they could do even more. 
just you know what they've given you the palette of stuff they've given you on this I think they could they could do even more I don't think every track on here is perfect either oh, um, what Let's I, <laughs> sorry um, and I think I was just the, the one other thing I was waiting on was that kind of almost kind of goosebump moment um that's that's my that's my five star spot that's when i'm like yes this this is this is it that's the five that's when that happens i didn't get that with this album but it's 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 very close so it's a 4.5 for me you're about to spa for five aren't you <laughs> like you are dead inside like, <laughs> like, like like dead behind Just the eyes like a fucking shark <laughs> like a doll's comparing eyes. it to the other fives that i've given out this year it's because i've had that kind of like more kind of emotional <laughs> kind of connection with it um, and that's that's for me that's my five that's where I go like that's five stars when I have that kind of moment so I just I didn't have that with this album but I, they've definitely got it in them 100% they've got it in them I think this band probably could do an album better than this but I still think this is a five star <laughs> album like I like I think like I, to me this I am like you I can't like I listened to this well I've listened to this six times right in total right. Mm-hmm. and on even on the sixth listen I was sitting there going like that there's nothing in here, like, at all. It's obviously just me that has this feeling. Um, there's nothing in here that I think can be improved upon on the context of this album. Mm. Like, all the songs just work so fucking well for me. This, to me, is a statement. This is, like, that. right, this is, like, whether this is them on a new label, I would imagine this is a bigger label than the previous one. Guesswork. Um, but this, to me, is a full-on statement of intent. Mm. Like, these guys are here. And you're not ready for them, and you better get ready for them because they're about to fucking rock your world. It's a five. Like I, like has the some of the the best melody I've heard this year, like catchiest best melody I've heard this year, um, and just great precision in songwriting. Mm. Um, I, I don't get the goosebumps thing that you're talking about. Right. I just go on cold hard facts. Facts <laughs> on the page are: this is a five star album, Dave. A five star album. Yeah, it's it's kind of similar to. It's kind of similar to movies for me as well. Like when I have that kind of like emotional kind of connection with it on whatever kind of level, um, that's what kind of pushes it into that like the upper realms of the, you know, the top tier. Um, I prefer, and that's, I think this is where I come down. Like I gave five to um, a comedian and I would give five to this. I think this mm -hmm. is better than comedian actually. Um, So... I, but I wouldn't knock the other one down to a point five. You know, <laughs> I'd like I keep that as because it's a fucking great album. I right. always come down. Like, what would I change if I was in the band? What would I change? I change nothing about this. Nice. So yeah, I like they need to get over here. Mm. They have a big label behind them, so make that happen. You give me the dream tour of MNRK bands that I'm aware of at the moment, which is Crowbar. Rolo Tomasi <laughs> and the Callous Dow Boys on the same bill. It doesn't sound like it'd work, but at the same time, it'd totally fucking work. You hear me, NMRK? <laughs> Make it fucking happen, motherfucker. There you go. You've heard it here. Uh, uh, can I get a t shirt? Because their t shirts were not good before. <laughs> I thought that's, that's a conversation for off, off air. <laughs> Let's not hold this podcast up with Duncan trying to buy merch. <laughs> Gals Dowboy, Celebrity Therapist, is out on September 2nd on MNRK Heavy and Modern Static Records. Uh, links below to the band, their band camp, Facebook, all that. You can check it out. Let us know what you think. Album's out very soon. Drop your comments in. Let us know what you think of the album. That is the review. Thank you very much for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. But I-